0: Welcome to the Half ass Hustler Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Lima, and this is for entrepreneurs who are ready to break through the old way of doing business. ditch the status quo of working hard to make money, and half as it is all the way to six, multi six, and even seven figures. I'm not about quick methods that make your life fit into your business, but this is the place for you if you want to expand your strategy, money, and mindset and create a business that fits your life. Let's get started. Welcome everyone um, to the Half-Fast Hustler podcast. You're going to be seeing me um, for those watching and hearing me. And let me tell you about this first exciting episode. We're going to be talking from recovering perfectionists to being a half ass hustler and here are the things that you can expect from this podcast you can expect dogs barking you can expect kids barging anytime sound quality not being all bad because i'm a coach i'm not a podcasting professional and you can also expect my english to go to a different part of Brand. I'm from brazil um so when i get overly excited and overly passionate about things English can go somewhere else in my brain that it doesn't connect to my mouth. So those are the things you can expect at any time. So let's talk about perfectionism. And I want to call you out. I'm just going to begin by calling you out. You're not a perfectionist. What you're doing, you're just self-sabotaging. Because when we can sit in our confusion and it's not perfect and it's just not there yet and I need to work on one more thing and this other thing, we are just self-sabotaging. Beneath all of that, you can go through all the layers, but beneath that perfectionism, there is this layer of not feeling like you belong. Right, like not feeling like it's good enough, right? And I want to talk to you about my own journey of a recovering perfectionism to being a half-ass hustler <laughs> and what being a half-ass hustler actually means. So the other day, my millionaires in the making side, the six-figure society, we're talking about things, and as you know, I write everything down. Or if you don't know, I write everything down, and they start throwing in words like in the ideal world, my ideal business, right? I just need life to slow down. And let me tell you, those things never actually happen. Your business is never ideal. Your business is a line. That's a complete different thing. Ideal is expecting things to happen all the time and things to just keep on happening where everything is just Pinterest perfect. And let's just be honest, Pinterest perfect doesn't exist. The only existing in Pinterest. And what is the funny that anyways of being like Pinterest perfect? I always say there's no good story that ever starts with I was eating a salad Drinking a water, and then this amazing thing happened, right? All of these stories, all the most amazing, fascinating stories, and all of the becoming stories. If you look at all the people who actually became right, like millionaires, became um this go-to, this influencers or this amazing thought leader for this specific thing it all started with a hustle or with a, the mindset of overcoming, with a hurdle that they had to uh, work through, right? Nobody started with like, I was just handed money and then I made this business and he made even more money. Like they don't start that way. So when we talk about needing life to slow down, needing to have this ideal business, our business it's never going to be ideal. It's only going to be aligned. And sometimes it's only aligned for this specific season of who you are right now. It's not aligned for your best next best self. It's only aligned for right now. And needing life to slow down, never life never actually slows down. What happens is you increase your capacity to the energetic capacity to go with the flow. Right, So you increase your energetic capacity for this season of your life and your capacity, your energetic capacity changes as you change and it evolves as you evolve. I remember getting on coaching calls especially group coaching calls and it would it would take a lot out of me. I was giving, giving, giving. It would energetically, it would be the only thing that I could handle that day. Now I'm able to handle multiple calls, right? Because my energetic capacity for that has changed. I remember certain, like especially when talking about deep money mindset, I it would take a lot out of me. And now it's just something that I do that's almost second nature. So a couple of things that happen. First, I decided that good enough was good enough. And I remember the day that I decided that. I remember being in the hospital and I had a thyroidectomy. If you guys don't know, that resulted in multiple things that, you know, almost a life in death situation. I was hospitalized for 10 days. Um, I remember being in that hospital and just having this epiphany that everybody's life kept on going and I was there. I was in this, and I'm sure that you have felt this way in specific times. Maybe your um, experience with like everybody's life just kept on rolling. Maybe yours wasn't that life and that experience like mine. Um, Maybe it was, you know, some relationship issue that you, you were dealing with a separation or divorce or anything like that. And everybody's life was just Kept on going. And here you are sitting in this space. Maybe you felt that way with your business, or you still feel uh, about your business where everybody's business just keeps on going and you felt like stuck in that place. And I remember all the little things when I was sitting, oh, laying down in the hospital bed, all the little perfectionist things that I was worried about didn't matter. And I realized how much time I wasted on those little things that didn't matter. And I felt almost like a resentment that the world just kept spinning. The world just kept on going. And I was there in this place in my life that I couldn't do anything about. I physically couldn't do anything about. So I started working on that emotional side. So that's the day that I decided that good enough was good enough. And I wasn't going to worry about the little things anymore. The second thing that I decided, I stopped making about me. Because I realized that when I was trying to make it perfect, I was trying to make this thing to be a reflection of me, right? But I'm my own worthy, worthy human being. I don't need a program. I don't need a landing page. I don't need any of those things to be a reflection of me. And if I did, I would be too too much like one dimensional instead of being like, this whole human being that I am. So I stopped making it about me because if I was truly in it to serve, if I was truly in it for other people and for their own transformation, I needed to get myself out of the way. And by making things perfect, I was making it about me and not about the transformation, not about the things that truly, truly matter because honestly, my work just needed to speak for itself. It couldn't be about me. It had to be about my clients, about their transformation, about the things that they cared about, right? About the changes in their lives. Now I say it's really selfish of me because I wanted them to think of their lives before me, after me. (laughs) I want this point to be this such a monumental thing about work together that they think of their lives before me and after me. you know, going back to the perfection, not in like, oh, she was perfect. No, but she was flawed and she still showed up and she still made a difference. And by showing up and just embracing the flawed human being that I am, I give others subconscious permission to do the same. Then when I let go of that perfection, I realized that I stopped chasing. I stayed in my lane. I stopped looking what everybody else was doing because when I was chasing the strategy like it was a hot ticket, it was also because I wanted to make it perfect, right? Again, I wanted to make it a reflection of me. So when I did it and I just embraced the flawed human being that I am that showed up anyways because I was in it for the transformation, it just happened that I stayed in my lane. I didn't care what everybody else was doing. I care about what I was doing. I care about putting stuff out. I care about getting my work out there in the world and transforming lives. And I just stayed in my lane. I wasn't looking what so-and-so was doing that was better or so-and-so was doing this better, right? Like I wasn't looking for that. I wasn't looking for the strategy like it was a hot ticket, I was staying in my lane. And if you really think about it, perfectionism is also a form of control. We're trying to control a situation, an outcome, right? We're trying to control things. And the other, if if anything, that I have in my life was that control is nothing but an illusion. We are not even in control if we're going to open our eyes tomorrow. And here I am trying to control all the variables of my business. So. I let go of control. I can only control me in the way that I show up. And by being all tied up in this perfection, I was holding myself back. I was self-sabotaging. So when I changed all of that, and I just, one of my former clients sweetly referred to me as the half ass hustler, (laughs) I've made more money than ever before because money wasn't a reason, money was a side effect of who I became. I became a real person right? I wasn't someone who was in this pedestal, like doing things amazingly imperfect and all the things came together. I was someone who was truly aligned of who I was right now. So I became a real person. I also became crazy relatable. People could see <laughs> their flaws in me. Um, and I became relatable. I became like this person, this mom, right, who had a dream, who pursued her dream, who failed maybe one too many times and who succeeded, and who's doing things in the most aligned way. I became crazy vulnerable because now I was not afraid of airing my dirty laundry. <laughs> I wasn't afraid of what I look like for other people. I wasn't afraid of what... um people would think of me. I became really, really vulnerable with the things that were working with the things that were not working in my business. So that was a really, really fun breakthrough because I became a real person. People like to do business with real people, people who are real, people who are relatable, people who are vulnerable. Instead of this perfect image of a lot of people who are out there. So a couple of things that you can start doing right now to start being a half ass hustler like me, let go of perfectionism, get out of your own way and start making money in your business is stop associating yourself with being a perfectionist. Like we say, "Oh, I'm a perfectionist." i you know, I have this personality, and we say, "Like I am," and those are strong, strong statements. So, if you can't disassociate yourself with being someone when referring to yourself, like "I'm a perfectionist," just start talking about in terms of, "I really get tied up in the details," right? You see how there's a different, different, like energetic tone to that. Like I really get caught up in the details sometimes. So don't say that I am. Disassociate yourself with being a perfectionist. Then think good enough is good enough. Like what is the half-ass hustler? How can I half-ass this? I always say like, how can I half-ass this and still make money? That is my go-to all the time. How can I half-ass this all the way to multi-six figures? And I have. (laughs) And now I am, how can I have as this all the way to a million dollars? And it almost becomes like a challenge, right? Like, how can I have as this all the way to a million dollars? And embrace that good enough out there in the world is way better than what's perfect sitting on your laptop for weeks, months, and years. And I'm going to say that again embrace that good enough when it's out there in the world working its magic, leaving a legacy, leaving those transformational footprints out there is way better than what's perfect sitting on your laptop for weeks, months, and years. Because the half-ass hustler is all about embodying the hope in the willness. At the end of the day, we're all selling hope. We're not selling a nice house. You're selling a hope for a happy family. You're not selling a better business. You're selling hope of freedom, location freedom, financial freedom. You're selling hope. It doesn't matter what you sell. When you sell sleep, you're selling hope for a good night that the next day is not going to be so tiring. Whatever you're selling, you're selling hope, and the half ass hustler embodies the hope in the willingness. So anytime that you make it about you and you make it perfect, you're not serving anyone but your own self-sabotage mechanism. So I want you to get yourself out of the way, out of your own way. Get your brilliance out there in the world. Embrace the half ass hustler vibe. And just do what you're here to do. Stop sitting in that space of indecisiveness, of not being good enough. Good enough is good enough. You are enough. And I'm really, really excited for you to also half-ass your business all the way to six, multi-six, and even seven figures. See you next time. Thanks for listening and embracing the half-ass hustler vibe. I'd love for you to leave me a review and share this episode with a friend. Or if you're ready to join me inside my six-figure society where strategy meets mindset, just click on the link below and I'll see you inside.